Zera Shimshain, Parshas Beshalach Shabashira, Tufshin Pei Dalid. This week's Parsha is a very, very uh, packed Parsha. It has a lot of stuff. It has Shir uh, Sayam, of course, Kriyas Yamsuf. It has Parsha Saman. It has many, many things. But last but not least is Mechias Amalek. Says the Al Kachimoini that Moshe Rabbeinu was told, Simba Ozne Yeshua, Reblezer Hamoidoi Oimer. Reblezer Hamoidoi says the following Zeachot Midal Tzadikim Shenitan Lahem Remez. It's one of four Tzadikim that the Rabbani Shalom gave them a hint about something that's about to happen. Beis Choshu. Four understood what the hint was. Ubei is loichashu. Two didn't understand. Moshe minayin v'simba ozne Yeshua. She Yeshua yanchel Yisrael haaretz. And ulubasoyf oimidu mischanen shenemar veeschanen l'Hashem. Meaning Moshe didn't hop. He should have hopped right away now. As this was happening at this point, that. Uh, yeah, you're not going into Eretz Yisrael. This was like sort of the Psak Din. Uh, harsh as it was, yes, but he didn't understand. He didn't feel. Like, Yaakov is afraid. By, what, what are you afraid of? What in the world are you afraid of? What's what's going on? What what's the problem? If the Rabbanish I'm going to guard you the whole road, you're not supposed to be afraid of anything. There's nothing there that 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 that's gonna happen to you. David do I have to hide this from Shaul? That I killed various animals? Yeah, I don't have to. Elom Hashem Advar Osid Lirili Yisrael Ve'masidim Linotzel Al Yadi. He said, "It seems that if if why did why in the world would the Rebbeinu Shlomo do this to me? If not that he needs a Yeshua to be done, and since the Yeshua is going to happen through me, so that's it. I'm prepared to do it. Hinini Muchanu Mezuman at this point." To do what needs to be done. And last but not least is Mordechai Atzadik in Shushan Habira, Nitin Loiremez, the Chosh, Bechol Yoim Beyoim. He says, Efshal Chasida do. What in the world? Why would the Rebbein take an Isha Tsnua Bechasuda like Esther and, and bring her in to the worst palace in the world from this Menuvalu Mukeshchin Achashverosh? Why? Why would that happen? Elamai, Dovarosid literally Yisrael. Yeshla Daktik. He says, What's going on? The Indian of Yaakov Avinu has no shaykhs to the other three. Yaakov was promised to Shmira. And we know that Akadosh Baruch Hu, with his Hasidim, doesn't do Nisim, only that is something that is close to nature. And Yaakov, Yaakov was afraid. Yaakov was afraid at this point 
yeah, that, you know what? Uh, how do I get away from Asav? And now that Asav is coming, that means that, you know what? Obviously, this was not taken into consideration, and this isn't part of the Haftacha. And since it's not part of the Haftacha, I am going to fall into the hounds of Esav, and there's no way out for me. I'm stuck. And that's it. And 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 that's why Vayira Vayetzer Shema Yarig Shema Yeharig. And that's that. So it happened. So Yaakov was pushed doing a cheshbon that there's no way. If if I didn't sin, there's no way in the world why Esav would be coming towards me. If Esav is coming towards me now, that means that I lost it, and that's it. And that's why he davened. And the second kasha is on that. Just because Yaakov Davin means that he didn't feel that the Rabbi Shalom is going to taka do him an S. You Davin because you have to Davin. He said in the beginning, Gama Ari, Gama Doiv, yeah, he ka'avdecha. And then he said, the Rabbi Shalom that gave me the koyach to do it, he will give me the koyach to kill this plishtia arilazeh. So he was, in the beginning, he said, just like I killed. Now, Shaul didn't understand what he was talking about. Shaul was thinking that, oh, this little slimsy redhead who's a skinny marink and he's a shorty and he's a cutie pie. Like, yeah, really, he killed. Uh, yeah, of course he killed a bear and a lion in his dream. But we see. That David Amelech in Tehillim says, meaning he davened. So David didn't need to daven, and he did daven. So what's going on? We have to understand if davening is sort of that you didn't feel, then David didn't feel either because he davened. And he was, you could also interpret that when he's talking to Shoal and he's saying, Hashem Asheri Tzilani Miyadari Miyadadoiv, Hu Yatzilani Miyadaplishti Azeh. Yeah. So that's also sort of a tefillah. So if Yaakov Davin, then he's a loichosh, how could it be that David did Davin and he is a chosh? Says this Arashim Shemaderchapshat, we could say that of course David David, but David right after his tefillah was Saimikhan his tefillah. He didn't separate the two machanois, he didn't do anything. He just picked up stones to go kill Goliath. There was no, no question in his mind that in a couple of moments from now, Goliath is gonna be dead. Period. And therefore, he just said, you know, all I have to do is my little bit of ishtadlis. So he took his slingshot and his stones, and through one stone, it hit Goliath in the forehead. He lost his balance and fed down. David ran to him, chopped off his head. The rest is history. Mordechai also, he fasted, he davened. 
And Esther went without permission Lifnei HaMelech. Yaakov didn't. Yaakov is preparing a present for Esav. Nobody told him to do that. Nobody told him to do, you davened, trust the Rebbeinu Shalom. Once you put in your tefillah, you're not supposed to do anything else. You don't have to separate the kids into two groups and start telling them, listen here, just in case the guy comes close, you run away, I'll be fighting. He bowed down. That's that. Elamai, you're going to say, wait a second, you can't come and charge Yaakov for doing what he did because Yaakov was afraid. That is the kasha. You don't have to be afraid. Once you daven, you do not need to be afraid from anything. David, David davened. He wasn't afraid. He went straight towards. He went straight towards the plishti without any problem. Teretz says that uh, the thing is like this. It says vatigzer oimer v'yakumlach. That what does that mean? The Gemara in Baba Metziah has a, a question. The Gemara is talking there about a sharecropper. The guy went and uh, he was told, plant chitin. And the guy went and he planted barley. Not wheat, barley. And there was some type of an east wind and it ruined the whole crop. But... It didn't, the east wind didn't only ruin this guy's crop, but all the fields in the neighborhood also got hurt. Okay, so now there's a dinudvarim between the owner and the sharecropper. The sharecropper says, it's not my fault. The east wind did it to everybody. It wasn't only your field. So it doesn't make a difference if I planted barley or wheat. And the owner, Tainus, trust me, if you would have planted wheat, as I told you, then the Rabbi Shalom would have made that this field, nothing would have happened. And that's that. And Shmuel says that the din is that by Amakas Medina, he does take off from his, he does take off, he deducts from it. Because he did not do what he was supposed to do. And that's that. And the Gemara says a next question on this situation. I mean, the guy had a taina. He says, what do you want from me? The east wind was, was, was all over the place. Why are you blaming me? At the end of the day, true, I did not plant the wheat. But it was all over. So the Gemara brings from what happens in a case that there is a shepherd and he left the pack of sheep and came to town and a wolf came and attacked or a, a, a lion came. So we don't say that if he would have been there, he would have been able to save. We look at the guy. If the guy was capable of saving, then he's liable. But if not, he's potter. 
Why don't we say if the guy was there, there would have been an S, just like the guy who would have planted the wheat, nothing would have happened. And the te- so, what's going on over here? What 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 are we what are we what, what is the vatikzer vayakom that this guy is so sure had you planted wheat that it wouldn't have happened and therefore he could deduct? And how come here all of a sudden by the the shepherd we say we we have to estimate to evaluate the person, and if the person wasn't anyway going to be able to save, so that's that. He says the tarot is very, very, very clear. When a person plants, he dominates to the Rabbi Shalom. And he says, Rabbi Shalom, I'm planting now. The owner of the fields was davening that his field that was planted wheat should grow well. And of course, he was sure that HaKadosh Baruch was going to listen to his tefillah. Why not? But the guy didn't plant wheat. He planted barley. So though HaKadosh Baruch Hu accepted the tefillah towards the wheat, it was a crash 47 situation. Because that's not what was planted. HaKadosh Baruch Hu for sure would have guarded the wheat. But it wasn't wheat. It was barley. And since it's barley, it's horse of a different color. Masha'in came here by the, 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 even if we would say that the shepherd would have davened, if the guy is, 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 is a skinny marinka sardine, he of course would have run away. So there's no way that he would have saved the sheep because he himself, though he might have added a tefillah, it wouldn't have helped because he's going to run away. And that's that. And a person can't, again, in such a situation, when the wolf is here already, when the lion is here already, uh, and he knows that he doesn't have what it really takes, that he could dive into the Rabbi Shalom, make me an S. Why should the Rabbi Shalom make him an S? There's absolutely no reason here that he should have a special nest, that he should be saved from the lion. doesn't make sense. So that's that. Therefore, Yaakov was promised Shmira Ushmarticha Bechol Asher Telech, wherever you are going to go. Meaning, you davened, and I answered you, Ushmarticha Bechol Asher Telech. Wherever, whenever. And that's that. So therefore, he he should have known that he is going to be saved. And that's that. So when a person damns a certain tefillah, the Rabbi Shlomo listens to it. If, if if maybe if the person would have davened, whatever the my sharecropper is going to plant, please send bracha v'atzlocha. Maybe that is something else. Once Yaakov had that bracha for Shmira that meant you are Shamor, and therefore even if Esav is coming, you should have understood that this is going to be a Nesma for some. But once Yaakov did the Ishtadlis, and he sent presents to appease, and he bowed down to him, 
until Amalek is not going to be ripped off, Am Yisrael bows down to Esav time and time again. David HaMelech doesn't bow down to anyone. David HaMelech says, listen, if, if I'm the Shomer on this, that means that I have to take care of these sheep. I'm doing it by hook or by crook. And therefore, when the lion came, and when the bear came, he damned Hashem, and he went and he killed them. Because this was my tafkid to do. And he davened to the Rebbeinu Shalolam, let me do my tafkid. And when the Yiddish Shomer Torah mitzvahs, the Torah itself says, And that's that. And therefore, to kill an animal is nothing. A plishti is a human being. A human being is a balbchira. So therefore, he needed to add that little tefillah over there that he should be able to, to, to kill Goliath. But he said, it's going to be the same thing. Because he's nimshal kabehemois nidmu, and I'm going there to kill him because he is starting up, he's being mechal shem shemai. He's saying, that I'm standing here and I'm saying, challenge me. Give me one guy. Let's have a war, one against one. See if your God can save you from me. And David said, I don't need anything. Yeah, you're, you're, you're offended that I'm coming with sticks and stones. Yes, you should be offended. I'm not coming with sticks and stones. I'm coming b'shem Hashem tzvokos. I'm coming b'shem Hashem. And this was the difference. When Shaul was sent to be Moicha Amolek, he was supposed to go b'shem Hashem and not be afraid and not question and not doubt. And this is what disturbed Shaul when he sees that David is very, very strong in his understanding that, yes, we're going now to eradicate this plishti b'shem Hashem tzvokos. I'm doing what needs to be done. So I don't need the armor of Shoal. I'm just going b'shem Hashem. And that's it. And that's how he did it. And he's, he, 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 he was very, very clear in his attitude that this is going to happen. And Mamish then, he killed him, and the Plishtim ran away. It was, They understood. It's all over. Their big guy isn't around anymore. Everything that they trusted and they believed in is gone. And that's that. And this is exactly what David HaMelech understood the remez. And therefore, he went and he did it. The same thing exactly happened to Mordechai Tzadik. He was going B'Shem Hashem. We're going to save Klal Yisrael. And once we're going to save Klal Yisrael, we don't have to be afraid from anything. 
we know that this is exactly what we're doing. We're doing the right thing at the right time. Moshe Rabbeinu, <laughs> when he heard that the Rabbi Shalom said, Sim Bosnia Yeshua again, this was a shtickle problem. Moshe Rabbeinu himself was supposed to get up and go and wage war against. And Moshe Rabbeinu felt that my Koyachatfila is needed here. And when my Koyachatfila will, will, will be there, then we'll be able to win the war. And that's what he was doing. But he didn't understand the remez. The remez was, had you gone, maybe there would have been a second thought. But he didn't go. He sent Yeshua. And the reason he sent Yeshua was because he saw that Yeshua is the nar, he has the koyach And the only thing that could eradicate Amalek is the koyach And therefore, that was what was needed. At that point, the Koyach because Amalek were they, they, they were specifically in their they they looked in the stargazing to make sure that the map of the stars are there for them that they're going to be able to sneak attack on Am Yisrael and win the attack that they couldn't do in the days of Esav attacking Yaakov. Now they're going to try that sneak attack again. And maybe now they'll be able to eradicate because of the stars the way it is. And Moshe Rabbeinu went and said, we need here two schusim. We need Koyach and we need Koyach And through that, that Moshe Rabbeinu davened by you Yod of and he brought this tremendous Emunah back to Klal Yisrael, that the whole Milchemes Amalek started off from Ayesh Hashem Bekirbeinu, but they needed the Koyach of Yeshua, who was the Koyach of the person who is always accepting the Torah from the Rebbe that is greater from him, and he's passing it on to others, as if he's nothing. And the Koyach of Yeshua was able to, to do that as a joint venture to eradicate Amalek. As we're about to finish, needs to be said. The reason Amali came to attack was there were Yidin that were questioning Hayesh Hashem Bekirbenu. And since they were questioning Hayesh Hashem Bekirbenu, they were showing that they are people, they're Kafui Toiva. They are ingrateful. They don't thank Hashem for what is done. And when that happens, that's when Amalek comes and attacks. We don't know if the Palestinians in Gaza are Taka Amalek, but we do know that they came and they attacked. And we do know that there was that horrible Hayesh Hashem Bekirbenu of all those Meshugana people that were disturbing other people from davening on Yom Kippur and whatever they were doing. And that is something that we have to take into consideration. That whenever, and we see it, day after day in the war, when these Meshagayim are silent and they're not questioning Hashem's existence, then the Gavar Yisrael, where we look up to Shemayim, as it says in the Mishnah, as 
חיודו של מוישה אוסיס מלחמה, שוויס מלחמה, אלוהי מלוך. כל זמן שמסתכלים כלפי מעלו, משעבדים הסליבים להביאים שבשמיים, they were winning. But the minute these שמויגרס come around, and they start questioning, and they start yelling at people who are putting on tefillin, who are davening, who are doing all these good deeds, every time soldiers get killed, and there's something bad that happens. And it's up to us that we should see to it, at least we should be doing better davening, better learning, better chesed, that the Rebbein Shalom should not look at their stupidities and their shenanigans, and that shouldn't do anything bad. Besides the point, we were promised, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to show us the flies, so we should be zoicha to the nisim and the flies, and we should be zoicha taka to one of the last psukim in us, Yashir, that we should be zoicha to Hashem Yimloch Leilom Vayed. Have the greatest Shabbos ever, and don't forget to feed the birds, to give them what they deserve. Alechtik and Shabbos, Kol Tov.